welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Say. Welcome to another episode of the Kasafa Show, where we look ahead to the start of the Kasafa Cup in Nelson Mandela Bay, which will get underway on Tuesday. It's a welcome return for the region. Their flagship competition is back after last day's event was cancelled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll also hear from the Senegal camp as their head of delegation, Sam Diata, updates us on the progress of the West African nation, who will debut in the Kasafa event and hope to become the first guest team to lift the trophy. Nelson Mandela Bay, Deputy Mayor Lokolo Ngameti, shares his thoughts on the competition. But first we speak to Dr. Tulani Nguenya, who's the head of the medical department at the South African Football Association, and a man who's done much to create the protocols for football to continue in the region during the current pandemic. He explains how a competition like the Kasafa Cup can go ahead during this third wave of infections that we are seeing in South Africa. Dr. Nguenye, welcome and many thanks for your time. Many listeners have been wondering how a tournament such as the Kasafa Cup is safely staged during the COVID-19 pandemic. Can you summarize for us the measures that have been put in place to safeguard the players and the team officials? Thank you very much, Nick. Uh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to come and uh, explain uh, the medical uh, aspects of, of, of football medicine. And you are touching on a very important aspect, especially in the era that we are living at, especially the times that we are living at right now, the times of COVID-19. Here in South Africa, we are actually right now experiencing the third wave, which is uh, uh, said to be caused by the Delta variant. And uh, we are now at alert level four because of the, 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 the transmission that we are actually seeing. Uh, it seemed to actually uh, uh, be more transmissible than the beta variant that we have seen before. However, COVID is within us. It seems like COVID is going to be here for some time, uh, but we still need to thrive within COVID. That is why as the medical department we had to put measures in place to make sure that uh, football is still played within a safe environment. Now, for the COSAFA this year of, of 2021, we have employed the same, almost the same protocols as the previous tournament that we have had uh, last year. And we are going into, into a biosafe environment. So when we're talking about a biosafe environment, we are talking about, in a layman's term, uh, thinking, if you think of an island, uh, we are talking about something like that. So in order for you to go into that island, that island firstly is going to be sanitized, deep cleaned, and, 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 and we're going to ensure that everyone that goes into that island has to be screened, has to, be, has to test, and has to be cleared before they go into the island. So what, how, 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 how do we test? We test 72 hours before we go into the island, uh, which is called the biobubble, which will be in PE. And uh, when we are with Within the bubble, uh, the measures that are in place is that everyone will have to have their 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 masks on. Everyone will have to 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 sanitize. Uh, that is why all hotels that are identified are are, are solely um, identified and are going to accommodate our 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 our, our athletes that will be competing. And uh, in each and every hotel, we've already discussed uh, with the hotel management in terms of how they actually need to uh, take care of our 
of the athletes and how they need to go to serve food because we know that under the level four alert level four regulation it says that um uh, uh, restaurants are closed so including uh, the, the 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 restaurant at, at the hotel so the way it's going to be served is in a form of of, of packages so it's going to be takeaway packages uh, each compliance officer from each team will make sure that they take the food uh, they take the food for their team as a takeaway from the kitchen to be served in the different uh, rooms for the athletes so that's the first part about the food the second part is the is the part of of of, of the game now in each game we are we have and we are going to make sure that we don't have more than 100 people in the stadium that includes at least that includes uh, kosafa staff that includes medics that includes media so everyone that is going to be there is going to be within the number of 100 there's no spectators allowed so everyone that is coming to the stadium including the bubble will, would have been actually screened and tested so we spoke initially about the island island it means that all kosafa people all athletes, competing athletes, all 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 all, all uh, volunteers, drivers, everyone that will be coming into the bubble would have been tested uh, 72 hours before they come, and then the results would be sent to me to check and 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 then verify and make sure that everything is fine before they actually come in. And then when they are now within the bubble, we're still going to have uh, more testing done within the bubble after the first round of games. That is the group stages. We'll test everyone again for the second time so so that we make sure that everyone is still clean and safe the second thing is that um after after that the, the quarterfinals going into the into the semis we will retest again for the third time making sure that everyone is is safe and after the games We'll also do the exit test, which is the fourth round of testing, to make sure that everyone, when they are going home, they are not carriers and they don't have the virus, so that they can actually, so to prevent it from, to prevent them from spreading it to their families. So, what happens then in case of a COVID uh, positive? No, before we go to a COVID positive, for, to a person showing symptoms, because each team will have to have a compliance officer, which is preferably the medical doctor. Kosafa has made it a compulsory thing that every team that is participating should have a medical doctor as part of the team delegation. That is compulsory and non-negotiable. And uh, we, we, we have made sure that even the compliance officers should have some medical background. So it's preferable that the doctors become compliance officers as well. So every compliance officer is going to be responsible for their own team in terms of screening on a daily basis. And they'll be submitting those reports to me in terms of what is happening. So should we have any of the people within the bubble showing signs or symptoms of COVID, any symptom or sign, that person will be immediately isolated and will do a test to find out whether they are COVID positive or not. Fortunately, we have employed a new and faster way of doing it. We're going to do a rapid antigen test there and there, which is a monitoring test. If the rapid test is positive, then we're going to do a PCR to confirm the rapid test because rapid test, you can't make a diagnosis based on a rapid test, but it gives you an indication to say this is most likely suggestive of COVID. And then we do a, a, a PCR. If the PCR is positive, then that person is going to move from that area and go in quarantine for 10 days in a site that we have identified as a quarantine site within the bubble. But it's in another 
in it's in another um, area, but within the bubble. So, so those are the measures that I can think of from the top of my head. Uh, one other important measure that we have also put in place in case uh, we have um, emergencies. We have also spoken to the emergency services about the importance of an automated external defibrillator because we need it in case of a sudden cardiac arrest because we understand that when you have had COVID or if you, you, you are recovering from COVID and then you go and play, there's a risk of you having cardiac arrest because COVID can cause myocarditis. Myocarditis is an inflammation of your heart muscles. So that we are cognizant of and then we have put measures in. I hope I've tried to summarize uh, the concept of the biobubble. Yes, thank you, Dr. Nguyenia. That's that's brilliant. I was actually going to ask you uh, about the, the cardiac arrest situation, uh, you know, given what happened to Christian Eriksson, although we don't know the full facts around that, but but just there's a suspicion there, but you've you've answered that for me already. So yourself and SAFA have really been at the forefront of developing, um, you know, safe to play COVID regulations for football in the region, I think you could say. I know a lot of countries so are, are lending from your expertise. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you came to play such a such a prominent role? So um, I, I'm a sports and exercise physician and currently the chief medical officer of South African Football Association. So that then means that everything that is medical, uh, it, it's, it's me that is supposed to take the lead, but also under the, the leadership of the CEO and the leadership of South. So we all know that uh, last year uh, after the lockdown, I think we had left three of lockdown in South Africa and uh, we had a situation where now the professionals league had to finish because of the contractual obligations of the athletes and yet at the same time we had hard lockdown uh, we couldn't do anything because the state president had pronounced that we shouldn't have any any gathering whatsoever so we had to actually think of something because professionals league was now under serious pressure because of the of the contractual obligations that they had, and uh, then they they requested um, uh, uh, Safa to sit together and and put together a a, a, a COVID um, a protocol that will allow football to play. Remember, in fact, it was not PSL; it was the government because PSL had said they went to the government to say they want to play, and government said, "Put give us a protocol that we that you think will will make." it's safe for you to actually go play. So uh, we had a series of meetings between SAFA and the Professionals League. And then we, the, that meeting came and put together a committee uh, of individuals uh, from both sides, uh, Professionals League and SAFA, to put together this uh, COVID compliance plan. And uh, that committee further then tasked myself and, uh, from SAFA side uh, as the chief medical officer and uh, Dr. Lee Pillay from the PSL to also put together. Then I then invited uh, other doctors who are doctors from clubs, who are doctors at, uh, at, at other codes like cricket, rugby, uh, to come together and help us put together the protocol. So I was mostly taking the lead in terms of what of how we're putting it together, but it was not my idea alone. It was a collective idea of all these brains of doctors uh, 
who came together and put together the protocol. So the protocol was meant to balance between livelihood and well-being. Because as medics, we come from the side of making sure that the well-being of our people is, a, is, is, is taken care of. So first and foremost to us as medics, as much as we are in sport, is to make sure that the lives of our people are preserved. We shall not do harm. That's the, that's the oath that we, 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 we took. So our responsibilities with the people. But here we needed then to put a balance together with the livelihood because with, with, with the contract uh, finishing and with uh, the, 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 the dates approaching of contractual obligations, then it meant that people will lose jobs, people will not be able to be paid. So it was quite a, a, a sensitive uh, matter when it comes to their livelihood. So we, we did that. We worked uh, tirelessly overnight. We worked for days, putting together. Uh, fortunately, I must state also upfront that the Premier League had also already started working on the protocol. So when we came together, we we said maybe the professional league must use must submit that protocol. That we start. We don't start from scratch. We start working from there so that we 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 make it a, a more comprehensive and a a, a, a protocol that one. Would would uh, actually easily accept and, uh, and 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 grant permission if we need to, if when we actually submit to government. So so we put together that protocol, and uh, fortunately that protocol was then adopted by both the league and SAFA, and that protocol was then submitted to government, and the government really endorsed it uh, to say it's a brilliant uh, protocol, and uh, that protocol was also submitted to KEF and FIFA, uh, and uh, and especially. Uh, and Kosava as well. And it was granted. It, it was granted permission. In fact, FIFA low, uh, uh, said it is a brilliant, brilliant protocol. And they gave they gave uh, so much accolades to the people who put together the, the, the protocol. And I want to state today that um, some of the protocol, uh, some of the things that are in the protocol from both CAF and FIFA are extracts from, the, from our protocol that we have actually put together. So uh, that gave us uh, some some sort of um, a, a, a satisfaction to say at least there's something that is good that we are doing. And over and above that, we need to also state uh, categorically that we're also proud that we are the first um, a people or group of people or the first country in South Africa to actually put together such a concept of a biological safe environment and we and, and then we implement it. And uh, I also want to, to, to state that it is easy it is easier to put together a concept but implementation is a problem so i want to also upload the people who actually had to implement uh, the protocol from the professionals league they did an exceptional job i was there part of the bio bubble overseeing uh, everything as well as the compliance officer of of, of south african football uh, everything was done to the t and we are pleased to announce that everything it was successful at that time we did not know much about COVID, but yet we managed to put together such a concept. So this is a, it was a, an experience that I can't actually um, uh, trade it for anything and it actually helped us to learn from that experience so that when we do other protocols, when we host other 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 tournaments, uh, then we can actually build up from there and make it better and better. Like I said at the beginning, COVID is within us. We need to find a way of thriving within COVID and still continue with our lives. 
We're joined now by Sam Diatta, who is head of delegation for the Senegal side that will contest the 2021 Kasafa Cup. Senegal are the top-ranked side in Africa and have a history of developing some of the leading players to come out of the continent. They'll add an extra element of skill and flair in Nelson Mandela's Bay as this year's guest nation. Sam, welcome. How excited are the Senegal team to compete at the Gasafa Cup and, and why did the Senegalese uh, Football Federation see this as an important competition to take part in? Hello, my friend. You know, um, you know uh, it's already a good a pleasure, always a pleasure for um, a country to participate to a tournament like this. And ex uh, especially Kosafa, you know, uh, we have never been playing this tournament in South Africa. And uh, another reason is a pleasure for me, I myself, to to be in South Africa, uh, my second homeland, you know, I may say, because uh, I know that place very well. I have been going there with a lot of friends, just like Domosono, Serame, Bane Kujani, those people are my friends. So when we received this uh, invitation to play this tournament in South Africa, it was a great pleasure for everybody here because, and uh, as you know, uh, our president, our FA president is uh, the second uh, vice president, the first vice president of uh, CAF and uh, Mosepe is the president of CAF as well. So that was, that is really a link of relationship that uh, uh, pushed people uh, to, to participate, to, to accept the invitation and to be part of this tournament. So uh, it's only a, a great honor. You know, for us, for all of us, for the country, for all people here to be in Kosafa, because we know it's a tournament, a very, 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 very high tournament. Because uh, we have been following this tournament for yeah, years ago, but we know that it's a really a very good tournament, and uh, it will expose our players, our young players, to 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 face with players from South African scouts. Yeah, you, you mentioned the young players. Um, I, I believe the squad will be uh, mostly home-based players with a few exciting youngsters. Is this correct? Yeah, you know, um, for sure, we have very, very young players coming from to, to play this tournament. Because as you know, uh, in Senegal right now, we are, it remains only four, four games to end the, the league. And uh, it was really a... A, a, a tough uh, situation to release players and play and clubs uh, fighting for champions, the, the others fighting for relegation, and in the second divisions fighting for promotion, and those fighting to win the FA Cup in order to be African next uh, next season um, did not want to to release the players. So the coach did not have more, a lot of possibility to get players. So what we have to do is just to to, to take players, uh, not keep players we need but we have uh, players as well to face to be to 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 be to really to play a good tournament in South Africa but know that you know not the key players we we hope to bring in South Africa but we we try to get young players very talented players players who can you know represent this country really in a high level and and you have uh, Namibia, uh, Zimbabwe, Mozambique in your pool. Is the team confident that, as you say, as they, they can progress to the, the semifinals? You know, uh, some guests must be hungry. And, you know, my country, my players are hungry right now because we like this kind of situation, being invited. 
it and go and take the trophy. So we coming, we're not coming as uh, tourists. You know, we're coming to fight, to play, and to show people that no matter how, uh, even if no matter players they bring there, they will show the image of Senegal. And you know, in Senegal, talent is not is not a question. Players are talented. You know, so many players, talented players. Uh, you can take even four games and bring take them to South Africa and represent uh, really the, the country in that tournament. So we are going as a hungry, hungry team and going to show people that we can do something really uh, uh, good and we can even go to the final. But the first thing is we're going to represent this country good. We're going to play really uh, good ball and yes, we are going to fight and to, if possible, to take a trophy. But not going to uh, just like tourists and come back, you know. But, you know, football is football. You know, we can have our objective, our aim, but things happen somehow. But the, our focus is going far, far there to this tournament and even if go to the final and if possible take the trophy. And uh, you spoke there about the, the league having four uh, rounds left before it finishes. How has Senegalese domestic football fared through the COVID-19 pandemic? Was Has there been a lot of disruptions? Yeah, it's just like uh, everywhere in the world. The worldwide, you know, suffer from this pandemic, COVID-19. So it was tough, difficult for everybody. We're just playing uh, with the lockdown with uh, and play outdoor, uh, closed door. Uh, so it was tough for, 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 the, for players, for everybody, for fans, for clubs. And uh, financially, it was difficult. But we managed to lead the, the, the league until now. So uh, it remains only four games. Uh, it means that we did a lot of a lot of work and a lot of work and good work and people you know just uh, uh, were together and faced with the, the situation and no this is the situation it's not specific to Senegal it's around the world and everywhere in the world so that's why we just uh, make it possible and try and do all our best to to handle out but, you know it was very difficult you know financially because uh, sponsor and the partners did not uh, respond so yeah it was tough really tough but anyway uh, the league is not now over. It's, it just remains uh, four games to, to, to end. So it means that a big work have been done. So today we're happy for this and players as well, you know, and uh, everything is uh, all right now. And the Senegal national team is made up of so many great players, the current one now and of course in the past. Someone like Sadio Mane is um, he's loved all across Africa for what he's done at Liverpool and I should imagine he's a he's a big hero back in Senegal is that right Yeah you know Sadio Mane is a is a present just like a happy you know a, a day or happy birthday and the father bring a present to us. so Sadio Mane is a present of Senegal you know a player like Sadio Mane is not is not only as a sport result but uh, this this boy is doing something tremendous in Senegal you know uh, uh a few days ago, no, uh, maybe uh, a week ago, uh, he was just uh, inaugurating a hospital he built here for the population. And this way, know where he came from. So uh, that's why people love him. They love him not because he's a good player, great player, and not because he's doing something very, very well, exciting in Liverpool, but simply because as well, he is doing something socially in Africa, in Senegal, uh, mainly in part where he, he was born. So uh, we we are really uh, we're we praying for him to 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 go further again and to make a very very brilliant career because uh, what he is doing no one do it before here. So Sadio Mane really is uh, is a present for Senegal. He's just like uh, uh, I don't know how to qualify it. But, you know this boy is really is really someone we love. Everybody loves him here. 
everybody love him here. He's doing something. He's helping poor people. He's helping people who is going who are going to hospital. He's going in school as well. He's giving some material for schools. He's building school. He's building hospitals. So no words, no word to express myself. No word to express the joy that I feel by talking about Sergio Mane. And of course, he will be hoping um, to take Senegal to Africa Cup of Nations glory, uh, perhaps in Cameroon early next year. You know, Senegal for for the array of talented players that they have produced down the years have not actually won the Nations Cup before, despite coming very close, including uh, in 2019, of course. With so much talent, is that something that weighs a bit on the football, do you think? Do, you, do, do fans feel like it's coming? This is a very big equation no one can solve till now, because we are, we are thinking about this one. As what you said, uh, we know we have talented players every year. We have every generation Senegal is here. But the question is how and why can we take this trophy, African trophy, Cup of Nations? This is a big, big equation no one can answer. I don't know. But it's not to say uh, in one word, uh, talent does not make uh, performance for me because uh, there is something else that we have here. We are working on it. We are all working on the organization because now our team, our football is well organized, logistic, everything is okay. Uh, we know for even uh, for uh, when we travel, we, ha- we have a direct flight. We never take, you know, you know. so we have everything. We put everything down to get this trophy because this is what we, we, are, we are working on. But till now, we cannot get this trophy. Why and how? What? We don't know. No one knows. Some people are thinking of maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, among us, uh, people are maybe uh, wicked. They don't want the team to, to win. But I'm not sure that this one this one is the, 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 the reason. I think we are closer to the trophy. It will come when? I don't know. But uh, we, are, we are closer to, 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 to hold the, the, the trophy, to take it. And uh, very, very sure, hopefully, it will be maybe uh, next, next African Cup of Nations. This is my hope. It's, I don't know, but this is my hope. So uh, we really working on. We are really working on this uh, to win the draw. But I have to tell you that you know, talent, talent, talent is not because of talent that you have to win some 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 to, to make performance. Talent, okay, is okay. But there are some other parameters that can uh, allow you to take some some trophies that maybe we did not find till now. But we are working on it to to know the solution to have a solution. Next up is Nelson Mandela Bay Deputy Mayor Glukolo Namete, who says hosting the Kusafa Cup will be a big boost for the city, seeking to become one of South Africa's premier sporting destinations. He spoke to our colleague, Belili Mnyandu. You've been hosting Kusafa tournaments. Uh, and the last one last year, it was at the height of COVID last year. And you're coming back this year. Why is it important uh, for you to host this tournament? Uh, it is very important uh, for us to have this uh, tournament because one of the other things that uh, uh, we are we are we are happy about this is not only the opportunity for the for for the uh, the tournament also it will boost our economy as a city you must remember we've been uh, under lockdown for quite some time so the city has been struggling uh, to, 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 to grow in terms of the economy. Now this is the opportunity that the city will not miss. So we are happy and excited uh, for this uh, kind of an opportunity. And, and I think that's a very serious statement that you're making because um, watching and arriving at this hotel um, yesterday, not a single car. And it's, it's, it's on like uh, Summer Street. Yes. 
Yeah, I think it's high time that uh, we, 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 we start to build our, even, even under lockdown, but uh, there are measures that are put in place by government to make sure that uh, there's a life after COVID. Hence, uh, there are other, uh, other uh, platforms that uh, uh, the supporters could watch this kind of competition, but we, we are excited, I must say. And in terms of what has this uh, tournament done or coming with Kosafa done um, for you here? Because from starting with the women's competition, there's been consistency in terms of having Kosafa events. And, and I'm sure there's something that you want to take into the future as well. Yes. You know, as a city, as a city uh, we want to say that uh, since uh, the hosting of these uh, uh, tournaments, uh, we've seen that a uh, lot of people are starting to get uh, to get motivated over this. You, 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 I, you see, I was in Motherwell, one of the townships of the city. I saw football uh, competitions there, meaning therefore this competition is an inspiration to, to young people out there. So, so we, are, we are happy that uh, this uh, competition is coming into the city. And I'm sure you're going to be jealous about it. Uh, you know, you not want to see other African cities taking over it going forward. Yes, we, we must make sure that uh, we defend it so that it will uh, be our point of reference to say, this is our competition as Nelson Mandela and we are proud of it. Uh, another point that you mentioned, you said you are not going to compromise yes. um, in terms of um, the COVID-19 protocols. Remember last year, uh, the city was the epicenter of COVID-19. We don't want to see ourselves on that position again. That's why we've taken a stand to say we take a zero, zero tolerance in terms of non-compliance. Everyone that is coming to the city must be able to comply with the COVID-19 regulations. Hence, we are saying as a city, all the time, people must wear their mask, maintain social distance, and also sanitize regularly. We don't play about that. That's it for another episode of the Kasafa Show. We look forward to the start of the Kasafa Cup next week with what looks to be an open field with plenty of experimental squads selected and young players who've been given the opportunity to showcase their talent on the big stage. Don't forget you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoloduma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify and iTunes. And you can also get the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Goodbye. 